Hey babes, happy day after Valentine's Day. Now, some of you are like, Molly, what the hell, Valentine's Day, really? But for those of you who know me and my story, you guys also know that Valentine's Day, a few years ago, was the holiday in which I decided to choose self-love, to love myself and to put in my notice for my corporate job so that I can better myself, take a leap of faith, and do something for me for the first time in my life, which is focusing on my coaching business. So I thought, you know, what a wonderful way for us to celebrate that milestone by sharing Sarah's journey with you. When I think about why, why do I do this work? Why did I want to do this work? Sarah is the perfect example of my why. And as you guys know, you bring the what, the who, and the why. And as your coach, I'll help you with the when, the where, and the how. Sarah is the best, just one of my most favorite people, but the best, quite frankly, example demonstration and and proof dare I say right to how powerful coaching is and she as well as many of my former current and future clients are a part of my why looking back six years ago when I started my coaching business I would not have ever thought that I would have this amount of honor and privilege and opportunity to work with amazing women like Sarah. But here we are. So I just first off want to congratulate Sarah, career coach and senior program project manager who is doing all the things, achieving all the things, and quite frankly, being so much more happier and successful and aligned with her career, her business, and who she is. So without further ado, I'm going to uh, go ahead and let Sarah take the rest of the episode and and I want for you to tune in to her story. As always, let me know if there's anything, any questions, what are your greatest takeaways? What are the parts of Sarah's story that resonated most to you? Send it directly to my email address. I respond to every single one personally. You can email me at molly at lotusmentoring.net. Talk to you soon. Hello, hello. So for those of you who are like, okay, Molly, what the heck is going on? It's been a minute. I was just telling Sarah, it's been a minute since I've done a client testimonial. And what better way to do it than do it on video? Because number one, I'm extra like that. And number two, I think there's something to be said. Video is better. Yeah. When you can see and you can just not only see, but hear and almost visually Um, It's appetizing to see someone speak through the experience. Um, And so for those of you who are watching this and you're like, okay, so what's this about? Let me just kind of lay of the land here, okay? Now, for all of you who know me, you guys know I'm a business coach specifically for career coaches, leadership coaches, and my specialty is really helping you to accelerate your coaching business 
on LinkedIn via lead generation, attraction marketing, and experience-based sales. Now, prior to this, I was a career coach. And Sarah, who I will let her just beautifully introduce herself in a minute here, she is the only client who has ever had the experience of working with me from a career coaching perspective in tandem to business coaching as well. So um, I just thought, why not bring the ideal client to the forefront, which is Sarah. And, um, you know, we're really just going to dive in and, and do some reflection on your journey. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. So with that being said, Sarah, give us a quick intro. Who are you? Sure. Um, my name is Sarah Hakes. Um, I am a, a career coach, um, aspiring, but as Molly always says, just claim it. Um, and so I'm a career coach. I'm working on my business. Um, I also, um, in my nine to five, work in education. Um, but I'm someone who cares a lot about my personal and professional development, which is why um, I went looking for Molly. And I was just in a place in my life where I felt like I needed the extra push. And I believe strongly in coaching, period, having experienced it myself in other facets. And so um, I'm, yeah, just like continuously committed to doing better myself. And that's why I want to help my clients do as well. Yes. Boom. Okay. So let's take it all the way back to the beginning of our partnership. Um, so this is what, seven months ago, eight months ago, maybe now? It was March. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, right? It was like March of last year. I almost feel like we've lost track of time because we're still very much yeah. connected. <laughs> we still I, I have this, I have this very, I don't know that I shared this with you, but I was in uh well, I mean you knew this from our clarity call but I was in like this miserable job and um I was in Denver and I was running this event and um for background I did a lot of event management but I I didn't want to do event management anymore and so I was running this event and it was just something about uh just having to run another event having to fly to a place I didn't really want to go to in the middle of March when I was like I just want to be home and I want to be doing my own thing or whatever so I booked this clarity call literally on site running an event and I took I like dipped out to go to my hotel room and take this and I told my colleagues I was like yeah I just have to I just have to do a quick call and they were like are you alive are you okay because I think we ended up talking for what like two hours we so, did. Yeah. I remember. I remember that hotel back room and background. And you actually said, you're like, yeah, you know, in case you're like, I'm, I'm in a hotel. I'm at, a, at an event that I'm managing right now. And I'm just like, holy shit, commitment. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was not. But but I mean, it's like the the commitment to myself. Right. I knew that I was not where I wanted to be, but I also knew that I need I knew that I deserved better. But I also knew that I needed an outside perspective to push me. Um, and so that really was like the impetus for booking the call. Yeah. Now, 
for for people who are quite frankly i'm just gonna call you out right um not you pete the listeners some of y'all have been waiting a minute you guys have been like back and forth do i book the call with molly do i not book the call with molly oh my god she's gonna be so sleazy and sales and just just give people a rundown of what they would expect could expect right from hopping on a clarity call with me yeah um I almost like bark laughed out loud when you said sleazy because it's like the exact opposite. So because because I do hate sleazy salespeople, as we've talked about, um, being on a clarity call with you is so different than anything else I had experienced at the time. Like now, obviously, I have the benefit of having worked with you, but I just remember you put me at ease immediately it was like it was so easy to talk with you you came genuinely with like your spirit and your your passion and so it got me and I and I I distinctly remember this I hadn't been excited about work in so long like I just had not been excited and you just like lit that immediately we're like and I remember even saying to you because you had asked me and like this is why clarity calls with you are so different and like if anybody's wondering like book the call like book the call you have nothing to lose first of all and second of all it's a grand time because i remember being like you asked me like what's your dream and i remember saying i haven't dreamt about something that i wanted in a really long time and so it took a minute but you just were like gentle and kind and kind of drew out the questions and like i said we ended up talking for 2 hours but it was it was genuinely so inspiring and I could feel the like warmth radiating through the zoom. And I remember like getting off the zoom with you and literally telling my friends, like, you don't understand this woman has the ability to make you feel things through a camera. And I didn't know that was possible, but it is. <laughs> and so it's like, honestly, it, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. The only thing I can liken it to is talking with that really good professional mentor that like you accidentally found, but they're really good at asking questions, but they care so deeply about you because they've gotten to know you as a friend. Like it just immediately felt like that. And it felt like you took the time to get to know me. You were patient in your questions. You were kind when I needed kindness and support. And you were vulnerable and honest in a way that allowed me to, for the first time, like start to put into words what I wanted. Oh, that just makes me just feel so one. Like, fuck yeah, that's the experience I want all of you to have and you will have right assuming that you are willing to dig deep clarity calls are called clarity calls for a reason it is for you to walk away even if even if sarah you if you said no i'm not ready to invest i'm not ready to do so i don't have the urgency the commitment right now do you would you have walked away from that clarity call feeling like yes i've gotten some golden nuggets that i could at least point myself in the right direction absolutely I think if nothing else, having the space to have someone ask good self-reflection questions, and obviously like your affect has a huge part of sort of like why I felt 
open to saying these things, but absolutely. Like if you are willing to dig deep and, and answer those questions for real, for real, even if the question is like, or even if the answer is, I don't know yet, but I think it's this, I absolutely would have walked away being like, dang, I, I have, I have the start of where I want to go next. Yeah, absolutely. Now, moving forward to when you and I officially started partnering, right? And we we jumped right in. I want to highlight some specific coaching sessions that I think were, in my memory, some of the um, monumental times of when you had those light bulb aha moments. Now, for those of you who who may or may not know this, do I offer career coaching? Yes, but to very select people, right? Because now I'm a business coach for career coaches, right? So that's my that's my gig. But that doesn't mean that career coaching isn't ever going to be a part of me, okay? So for those of you who are wondering what this looked like, yes, Sarah and I went in. We did all the things. We elevated her resume. We did the LinkedIn optimization. We did all the all the things, okay? Practice the interviews. Yeah, yeah. All the uh, so many interviews. <laughs> yes, all the things in regards to your job search and elevating that and ensuring that you're feeling empowered as the go-to candidate via giving um, a monumental or a memorable experience of you during your interviews, right? We, so we did all of that. However, there were moments in your coaching um, when we when we hopped on a session and and there were specific themes that came up for you. And so um, hopefully you're, you're, of course, you always have the right to be like, no, Molly, let's skip this topic, right? But two in particular came up for me, right? Is number one, when you had first realized that you as a high potential employee was misaligned with your simple, simply said, individual contributor position, and you finally had this moment of like, holy shit, this is the reason why I'm feeling so disconnected and unfulfilled in my career and this is why I want to not only make more money in my new career, so it's so that I could start my coaching business. Talk to or share, talk to us about that moment when you realize that, oh no, I'm not, the, it's not me. I'm not the problem, yeah. right? Yeah, so Molly, I feel like you are the queen of metaphors. And so I remember the metaphor that you used was, it was a long extended metaphor. I'm going to give the top line, but it was like square peg round hole. But what the organization that I was working with was doing was sort of trying to shave away the edges that made me the shape that I am. And we jokingly said like, not a square hexagon because square has such like a nerdy connotation. I am a nerd. I mean, if anybody can't tell, I'm wearing my Octavia Butler shirt. Um, and I love being a nerd, but, um, but basically this idea of like, when you are so misaligned both with the values um, of an organization, but also the expectations of the role and the expectations of the employee, um, it can really, and, and I, I can speak from my personal experience, it can really make you feel like somehow you're the problem. Like somehow you're the one that's like, 
because everyone around you is saying like, oh, you're, you know, either like you're doing a good job, but you seem unhappy or you're not doing a good job. And so then you're like, but, but I've been as successful in other places. And honestly, I consider myself to be, you know, an exceptional employee. And so the realization and like a lot of the activities that we did around just like clearly stating what my values starting at like a human space where it's just like, what are your values as a human? What are like the top five? Uh, I think you said like descriptors or, you know, uh, adjectives that you would want to lean into as your authentic self. And um, not only was it an amazing jumping off point for, for doing the, the searching to find alignment, but it was such a clearly articulated way to say, if you find alignment, you'll find joy, you'll find connection, you'll find deep resonance with the work because it's not enough to have the pay. It's not enough to have the title. Um, and, and I'm speaking for myself with this because I obviously know different people, you know, approach careers in different ways. But for me, it's not enough to have the title. It's not enough to have the pay. I need to be deeply connected to the work and I need to feel deeply connected as an employee in what I'm doing. And so I think that was like that values conversation and also just the the simplicity by which you said like, you're misaligned. Like, you know, you have these values that you have, you have this desire to be a vision, you know, of someone who does visioning and strategic planning and big picture thinking and sort of painting on the wall, creativity, challenging the status quo. And like, that's not, to be clear, that's not what this role and this organization is asking you to do. And so I think when it just became so, so clear in that framing that there was misalignment, it was like, oh, so I should go find alignment. <laughs> like, it's just that easy. It has, you know, like, like you always say, it's not that personal. Exactly. Bingo. And it was, and I love how you said that because I think um, in that exercise that you and I did, um, it was like, who are you? Right. Because I, I, I do believe that one of the, if not the most powerful aspect of coaching is as coaches, our ability to help our clients to answer the two biggest questions in life, which is what do you want and who are you? And that's... when you think about, right, when you think about career, that's what it is. Like, what do you want next in your career? Yep. And who are you in which you can find an organization that can honor and respect who you are. And so I remember you, um, when we did that exercise, some of those adjectives and traits that you aligned with was quirkiness, innovation, right? Leadership. And and that was the component. Oh, advocacy was one too that I, mm -hmm. that I had. Those were all the ones that were, yes. Yeah. And I said, okay, boom. And, th and that is who you are. That is who you are as a person. It's, it's not expecting you to be what they want you to be. It was a different perspective going into these interviews of like, this is who I am, take it or leave it. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Love and that, that makes it. And, and we've, we've talked about this before. That just makes such a, you walk in with such a different energy when you can name for yourself and for others who you are. Um, because then it becomes like, I'm not looking to people, please. I'm not looking to be the person that you want me to be. I am me. 
and take it or leave it. Exactly like you said, you know, take it or leave it where it's like, I'm coming in with my fullest self. And if for some reason that doesn't vibe with you, like all good, but like, I'm not changing who I am to make you comfortable. Absolutely. And that's the reason why it helps you to stop away from making rejections personal. It, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, if I, I'm not the right fit, if, if I, I came wholeheartedly as I am, then guess what? If there, if there are no, cool. Cause it's probably a no for me too. Yeah. Well, and it goes, and it goes back to what you were saying about like the clarity call too, right? Like that's why booking a clarity call with Molly is so important is because no harm, no foul. You know, like if you book the call and you're like, it didn't work out, but I learned some things. I got some good questions. Like I came with my full self. She came with her full self. You just learned more about each other. And there's no harm, no foul in saying like, okay, not maybe not the right time. Maybe, maybe not the right person, but like you learned something and that is worth doing. Beautifully said. I love the way you reconnected that. Cause it's, it's true. Now the second the second theme that came up now you and I talked a lot so I'm not saying that listen y'all this is not just me saying like this is the only stuff that me and Sarah talked about but I think that this is really important because this topic bleeds into what I'm going to start shifting us into which Sarah was also a part of the catalyst program which is for business it's for uh, business coaching for career coaches and so it's helping you to accelerate your business putting down together the fundamentals of really just dreaming of what this is going to look like and then taking action for it to come to fruition so the catalyst program for those of you who aren't familiar is a community of like ambitious entrepreneurs most of us are coaches absolutely we have other online service providers as well for example a brand strategist a podcast manager a um, business consultant um, an online va so as long as you have an online business and service provider um, line that you can give like catalyst is, is right there with you now in your coaching session we started to talk about generational beliefs specifically around money mindset and how that has impacted your ability to step into starting your business and entrepreneurship from a place of empowerment right so can you share a little bit more about what you gleaned from Catalyst and our conversations in these coaching sessions about all of the generational belief systems that were passed down to you. This is, I think, one of those things that you you have to dig deep and question because it came, it comes up in so many ways. Um, and I think it even came up on that first call. It came up in general just around when we, even just you so many times talking about word choice where it is an investment and not, it's not a fee, right? Like even just reframing conversations around money. And um, I definitely, and I think I speak for a lot of people, grew up with some generational ideas that um, investing in yourself was selfish, pick stable jobs and stable careers even if you don't feel strongly about them or you aren't passionate about the work and do anything you can to keep that job and then taking risks was to be avoided at all costs particularly when it had to do with money 
Um, and so it's a lot of conversations and a lot of beliefs, especially in my family about a lot of beliefs that were passed down to me about scarcity. There's not enough to go around. Um, and you have to be safe and careful with your money because there's just not enough in the world to like protect you from the inevitable, which is that like something bad's going to happen. So that was like a lot of where I came from. And I think it came, like I said, it, it came up a lot early on, just even combating that mindset of like investment in yourself is selfish and I think one of the things that you and I spent a lot of time talking about just in general around money mindset is like, it's an investment and the work and the value that you get from investing in yourself is something that society is going to tell us we don't need because, and this is my just, you know, radical mindset here. Society doesn't want us to be the best versions of ourselves. It wants us to stay in these miserable dead-end jobs so that, like, you know, we spend money on things that don't actually matter to us and that don't actually elevate us and don't actually allow us to bloom into our fullest potential. And so when I think about sort of the generational ideas that were passed on to me around money mindset, I know it was from a form of protection and I know it is trying to sort of keep me safe. And um, and I mean, I still have to work on it. Um, I know that I want more. And I also know that like, I want to be what my grandparents couldn't even dream of being. And that's why like for me taking risks is important is worth it is you know all of the things that, that we talk about because um i'm tired of playing it safe absolutely spot on so many as entrepreneurs one of the things in catalyst <clears throat> well many of the things but in catalyst do i give you the how do you set up your funnels yes do I, do I teach you, you know, um, email marketing? Do I teach you um, how to do your DM sequence? Do I teach you the sales script? I, all of the how-tos, absolutely. And the piece here that, Sarah, you beautifully articulated was it's the mindset stuff. Yeah. It's the stuff that if, if, you, if you were given, passed down, similar kinds of money mindset of scarcity, right, and shifting from, Oh, this is such a risk to I am betting on me, baby. Mm -hmm. I'm taking a chance on my dreams. You have to surround yourself with a leader and a community of like ambitious people who they're also hearing that they're crazy and they're taking this huge risk. Because when you band together and you, you're like, oh, well, I'm not alone right in this. We can all be crazy together. Mm -hmm. It then makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. So. Thank you for sharing because that 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 was that is very much something that again if I could go back in time to when I first started my coaching business if someone would have said that to me like focus on your money mindset that's really important sales and marketing is important but your money mindset is going to bleed into places that you it's like it's like a like a haunting ghost if yeah. you don't if you don't make peace with it yep. it's going to constantly come to haunt you and it's gonna come in ways that you wouldn't have expected right so and I think um, we talked about this too like it's okay that it comes up 
Yes. It's okay. And like, you know, you do need to address the fear because like I said, it's a protection mechanism, right? We're all, we all get scared sometimes, but you have to be aware in a self-aware way because what it is, is you can say, that's okay that I'm scared and I'm going to do it anyway. And I think that's why when you said surrounding yourself with leaders, surrounding yourself with other people who are like, yeah, I'm scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. Or a leader who's like, I was scared and it did come up in different ways. And I have a six figure business and a track history, like a track record of success to look and to see that sort of leading you. You're like, okay, this person's done it. This person's done it with the same mentality that I walked in with, which is like, this is scary. I don't know, whatever. And then said, I'm going to do it anyway. Yes, because a lot of our fears, our doubts, and our hesitations is based off of other people's experiences, right? Absolutely. And yours. So if if your parents, if your siblings, if anybody in your community or who's close to you had or failed in business, they're going to pass on that fear of, I don't know, I tried it, didn't really make it. It didn't work, yeah. Yeah. The only way for you to combat that is to be around someone who's like, oh, no, it'll work. Like... Proof in the pudding right here. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So true. So true. Now, of course, Sarah, I can just go on and on about just how lovely and amazing you are. And you know this. It's so easy for me to do it. And <laughs> surprise, we're gonna we're gonna get you into a little bit of a mini coaching piece here. But I'd love for you to just own and celebrate the successes that you, and even lessons learned, right? Because that's something to celebrate too. If you were to think back to our time together, what would you share with the listeners, the audience of how you moved your needle, whatever that would be for you? I think the mindset piece is the most important to me. Um, and, and I think that was whether or not I intuitively thought I was getting that from our first conversation or subconsciously my mind and body were like, you need this. I think what really, what really, really sticks with me. Sure. Like, you know, I love the fact that I'm now in a new job that I'm enjoying and making more money and all these different things. But the success to me was the confidence that I gained. Um, And I think a lot of really successful people suffer from so much self-doubt and so much self-criticism. We talk about this a lot, but particularly when you have a coach that's like in your court and does not give a shit about anybody else except for you, it bleeds into your psyche where you're like, I am great. Um, I am really good at what I do. I am really quirky and kind and I advocate for people in a way that they don't, they may not experience regularly. That is something that like, I can't even put a price on. Like I can't even, I can't even, I can't even articulate. I'm going to try the shift from not only like sort of this residual mindset of like, you know, can I do this one job to I can do anything because I have a work ethic and I have a support system and 
damn, do I have an iron will to make it happen? And I knew all these things about myself, but the shift in mindset and the, the core belief, the way I walk around in the world now is different. And I think people feel it. Like, I think people felt it before, but I've had friends, family members be like, you seem different. You seem happy. And it's like, cause yeah, I have this core belief, this fire that got lit inside me that was like, oh, you're good, Sarah. You're real good. And I think I've had that at points in my life, but the consistency, the consistency of the belief of walking into places and spaces and be, and the belief that I walk in with, you make this place better. That's something I didn't expect to have at the age that I have. I mean, like transparently, I'm 34. I did not expect to be a 34 year old walking into places like I fucking own the place. So that is, if that doesn't sell it, I don't know what will. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh my gosh, right. We unleashed the Aztec goddess. Yes. That is inside of Sarah. Yes. And now she's here to play and she's here to stay. That's too, right. right. That's right. That's yes. right. Now you guys have, for those of you who have been following for a minute, you guys know I love, I am a firm believer in having um, alter egos. And if that's what you need to tap in and then eventually morph into being that version, like go do it. It served yeah. me, right? Sarah's a perfect example of that. And um, this is an entire sidebar, but like after working with Molly, I, and talking just like about alignment and whatever, I've started to redo my entire wardrobe because quite frankly, it's not big enough. It's not bold enough. It's not me enough. And I was like, I'm not going to play it safe no more. Like I am going to get those coveralls and those Air Jordans because I've always wanted them. And I am going to, and I made a plan this weekend and I went to Atlanta and I went thrifting because I was like, and, and what did the universe serve up to me? Thrifted Air Jordans and coveralls that fit me perfectly. Look at that. I love it. I love it. This is the result of when you can start to invest in yourself. When, and, and I mean this too, I know you guys are like investment. Yes, when you put money where your mouth is, mm -hmm. when you say that I am valuable, I'm gonna spend this money on me, I'm gonna buy me all the stuff, I'm gonna get me the things. That's when God in the universe is like, oh, okay, I see you, I see you, I know exactly, yep, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Because it's invested in you playing and staying exactly like you said, where it's like, it's not just walking in the room that one time because you had that coaching call and you're like ready to fight. It's like every time you walk in and you're like, I'm here to play. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. Oh, Sarah, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's fabulous. Okay. Now, and let me just be clear before I move to our last question here. I know, Sarah, you just kind of like skated over it. But for those of you, yes, she got a new job. Yes, she had a pay raise. Yes, she got it within under six months. Okay, which, okay, for those of you who've been on LinkedIn for a minute, people are taking nine, 12, 18 months to get their job. So just saying, Sarah's badass. She did all the things. She put in the work and she got it all. She yeah. got it all. So yeah. now let me ask you this. If somebody is on the fence and they're like, you know, I just don't know if coaching is what I need. And quite frankly, I don't know if Molly is what I need. I know you you, you touched a little bit on this already, but I, I, I wanna give you some protected time here. 
what would you say, especially if they're like, look, I just don't know if I can commit the time and, and, and the, the financial investment. What would you say to that person? I mean, I think it, I think it's each individual person's choice. And I think Molly, you would back this too, right? Like if you're not ready, you're not ready. And I think that's, that's each person's decision. And you have to know in your heart that this is the right time and choice. I will say though, that if you have been feeling like a long time, like you want to make a leap and you don't know how, Molly is the how. Like if you have that kind of, I think like I talked about like the the fire and the desire where you're just like, I know that I'm a badass and I'm just either like somehow like I'm not sitting in the right seat right now or I'm not surrounded by the right people or I'm just like I just know that there's more and I want more and like it keeps you awake at night I think that's your answer like that's the thing is like if you are if you and I wouldn't even say like you're ready to make the leap I think it's one of those things where it's like walking in scared means that you care and like that's a good thing. And so I think the thing that I would say to someone who's like scared, like deep, deep down there, but like knows that they need better, like Molly will walk you through in such a way that like the fear will go away. And like what you'll be left with is that thing that keeps you up at night, which is like, I know that I can do better. I know that I want more. And I know that I'm like on this lifelong journey of self-discovery and I can't do it alone. Um, because at the end of the day, what Molly is, what all coaches are, is they're partners in it and they want to walk with you. And so if you're like, I want a tribe of people to walk with me, I think that's what I would say is like, the fear is okay. The fear is good. The fear means that you're like, you're, you're at that point, right? You're like at that point of like, I know I want and need more. Molly is the partner you want to have. Like that is a fact because she will guide you with the kindness and care that that little girl, that little voice, that little person said to you, like, is it okay for me to shine this bright? And Molly will say, yes. Absolutely. Thank you. That was just so beautiful and, and so spot on on top of that, right? Because I always say, I do help you with the how. Absolutely. And doing it scared, you don't have to do it scared by yourself. That's a choice that you make if you want to do it by yourself. And that's okay. I honor and respect that. But if you're like, okay, wait, but no, I want to go faster, farther. Mm -hmm. And I want to do this with a community. I want to do this with a leader who's walked a similar path. Yes, and I yes. don't want to, right? Then, hi, I'm Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your partner in crime. <laughs> and watch me help you. Yes. Right? And we do amazing things when we come together. Absolutely. We were, yeah, I mean, you know, here's my sociology, anthropology nerd, but we were not meant to do things alone. We were meant to do things in community. We were meant to do things for each other. And so that is the power of catalyst. That's the power of coaching. It says like, 
you don't do this alone because this shit is hard. Sarah, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, like <laughs> this is just, do you all see why? Do you see why she is ideal? Yes, I know you do. <laughs> and now I do too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for this powerful testimonial and just story of your journey of um, figuring out who you are, what you want, and the power of coaching um, from coach to coach. Right? Like, yeah. You get it. You get yeah. it. Oh my God. For sure. Coaches need coaches. Coaches need coaches, y'all. Okay. Coaches need crazy. all the coaches. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Because okay. we will try and like worm our way out of things. <laughs> That's why. That's why coaching is one of the most powerful things that you can give as a gift to yourself as well as to others. So with that being said, let me know. As always, if you are like, yep, okay, after listening to Sarah, I'm ready to roll. I am, I'm going to pull that trigger. I'm going to say yes to me. I'm going to say yes to my future, to what I want and empowerment and all of the things that you know you desire and you deserve. You already know. Book the call. Book the call. Book, just do book it. Call. Just book do it. Call. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to talk to you. Talk to you later.